everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Party on, Joel. Party on, Phil. Party on, Jordan. Party on, Joel. Party on, Jordan. Party on, Phil. Okay, then. The All right. Yeah, we've we've got it. Yeah. Uh, so this is we're we're back on the air. You for, know, we said party on, and then it felt like the least party transition ever. Like, well, all right then. It, well, really, I, it really did. It I, was it was a hollow party on. I don't yeah. think any of us actually felt partying on. No, I'm, but we're drinking beers, doing a podcast for all the the people out there in Radio Land. Yep. Yeah. 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 Which, again, in Radio Land, for those of you who maybe don't have a Facebook page, sure, or have not liked us on Facebook, sinners, our repeated requests that you do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash sports the number three yeah. podcast. If you're not listening to the end of the podcast, maybe you're not hearing our, our, our request. But we, uh, the sound mixer broke last week, so we had to do a Facebook Live podcast. Yeah. So we did that. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> some of you might have missed it. And so here we are back with our new mixer. Yeah. New mixer. And we're going to keep up doing a Facebook Live thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep doing, keep doing it. So it was really successful. Wanna... People said, I like this. For those of you who are, are, are want to, to to cut past the mystery of what could we possibly look like, yeah, I, you played this up during the Facebook I Live did. thing, and I just don't agree with it. I don't this whole yeah no I don't no but based on based on Phil's voice, what I do know you think Phil looks like like Phil absolutely yeah. <laughs> Man, I think your head might be slightly larger. Well, it's if slightly I, larger than what anyone can imagine, <laughs> unless they have an endless imagination. <laughs> My head is bigger than their imagination. I think even taller and skinnier. You think? Yeah. Do I sound like a small? Hey, do I sound like a small guy? No, I said taller and skinnier. Oh, uh, you, you sound like you a large, like a large guy, but like a gentle giant. Oh, like BFG, like six. That foot movie s- tanked. <laughs> Dang. That's that's like one of my favorite books. Countdown to Rio, Summer Olympics, Death Watch. Countdown to Rio, Summer Olympics, Death, Death, Death Watch. Brought to you by caskets that can set on fire. You can set a casket on fire. And then when you do, then the body will burn right inside the casket. Wood grilled person. Okay. I, uh, I mean, they, they didn't mention any sort of brand name. We don't know whose caskets they are. Right, but they'll definitely light them on fire for you. Yeah. Sure. A wood-grilled person, I believe, was their, their tag. Yeah. Actually, this end. was a kind of a weird that sponsorship because taste. somebody just came to our door with a slip of paper, and then just that, then they said, that, here's 50 bucks, this is the sponsorship. Did it's highly some, unorthodox. It's highly yeah. unorthodox. So I don't think it's a real business. I think it's somebody who just uh, enjoys setting coffins don't on fire. Don't we charge more than 50 bucks for our sponsorships? Uh... High-tech garbage news. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, by the way, to everyone listening at home, go ahead, send us an email. If you're willing to pay $50, you can sponsor a segment on this Sports That's Sports true. Sports we podcast. accept PayPal, and that's it. <laughs> well, guys, there's been a, ba- a lot of bad news come out of Rio lately. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Crime is at an all-time high. Oh, so much crime. Booty shaking at an all-time low. Oh, that makes it worse. Yeah. That's right. You can, and- you can tolerate the crime as long as there's plenty of that booty shaking. Yeah. But once you start to lose the booty shaking, all you got is crime. Yep. And, and uh, the <laughs> Olympic athletes that are already there training have learned that the Portuguese phrase policemen keep telling them loosely translates to, good luck, you're on your own. Good. <laughs> that's not what you want to hear <laughs> so from So things cop. are bad. Yeah. However, there is good news. Okay, good. This is a good news story about we Rio. We haven't had Ew. good news from Rio in, in months. This wasn't one of those, you think that's bad, it gets worse. This is yeah. one of those, you, it's terrible, 
this mitigates that a little bit. Great. The Velodrome went through its test successfully. No. Uh, that, would, that would be only for you, Joel. Brazil says the Rio Laboratory that had its accreditation suspended by the World Anti-Doping Agency. Mm-hmm. They say that's going to be reinstated before the games begin. Whoa, there we go. Yeah, a that's good news. Yeah, this is actually the, the Brazil Sports Ministry. Oh, yeah? Yeah, noted this. Also, and uh, Guananabara Bay. Not a real name. Ghana, <laughs> Guanabara, I'm going to say Guanabara Bay. Uh, they, okay, uh, they, according to the Ministry of Sports, the specific areas that will host the Olympic races have been fully depolluted. Phew. Completely real word. Okay. Yeah. Depolluted. If it's that easy to depollute something, why don't we clean up Mother Earth? Yeah. You know, where we all live? How does one depollute a bay? I think you go down to like a, like a contractor who's got a place by the docks. You're like, we ah, got this yeah. problem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to depollute. Right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I can do that. Uh, I've heard of healing get a you, bay. Uh, 25 more depolluted. <laughs> right. But, I don't know. That contractor sounds a little iffy. Uh, no, 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 no. I can totally depollute this. Okay. I can depollute this. Very strange that he has like a New York accent given that he's in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Um, so the, the, now he admitted the whole bay though was only 55% depolluted. The goal was 80, but apparently the eight, the areas where they're going to compete depolluted. However, you guys know how water works, right? Yeah. Uh, it just sort of flows wherever yeah. it works. First of all, first of all, it's wet, Joel. Yeah. First of all, it's wet. Yeah. Get that out of the way. Yeah. Second of all, it kind of just, it kind of just flows. Yeah. So, so now you have an issue where if you're an area that's been depolluted, you get the wrong water currents, it becomes repolluted. No, right? Exactly. Contractor warned you about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta do that. It might get repolluted. This Move. is what I was wondering about when you said they depolluted the bay. So how are they gonna keep it clean for very particular sailors? Turn off the currents. <laughs> Not an option. <laughs> okay, oh, you're gonna d- have gigantic hmm. turbines under the water that'll chop up all the Zika. See, I like you. Remember the headline: <laughs> high tech garbage news. It's a yep. good. That's a good. That's a good guess. It's not okay. that. Oh, I okay. thought that was a dig at my conversation with Phil. I didn't realize that was a headline. Helicopters will circle overhead starting at six a.m. every day to spot any floating rubbish. Okay. Below, trash collecting boats receiving GPS coordinates will sweep up debris before each day of Olympic sailing kicks off in the bay. Phew. Oh, the elegance of yachting. <laughs> The unveiling of this technology must have been a slow day for Brazilian Q and Brazilian James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, do the GPS coordinates and, uh, and you pick up the rubbish. Does you the d- pen explode? <laughs> no, you just write down the GPS <laughs> coordinates and then you go there and you take the trash out of the water. <laughs> Bond, you're not supposed to wear a tuxedo when you're a sea janitor. <laughs> <laughs> World sailing uh, head... Andy Hunt said that holding uh, the Olympics in the polluted bay requires, quote, numerous unusual contingency plans to make sure the field of play is fair and safe. To me, this sounds like a guy who does not appreciate a good obstacle course. No. Right, exactly. Dodge the, the floating garbage. challenge, Mark yeah, Summers. Yeah, physical challenge. Dodge the floating garbage. Yeah. There's your Olympic event. Right. right. It's like a slalom. Uh, Hunt says measures they've uh, taking, they're taking include floating barriers to keep rubbish from entering the bay and hygiene briefings for uh, the sailors and staff. Oh. Yes, he told the Associated Press that Rio is difficult, raising a comparison with the yacht-filled New England harbor of Newport. Now, he's so waspy, he couldn't restrain himself by making an obviously snotty remark. Right. We wouldn't be out sailing in Newport with spotting helicopters and eco-boats. 
But if we had a crew of East Newporters, well, we may still need the hygiene briefings. Countdown to Rio, Summer Olympics Death Watch. Countdown to Rio, Summer Olympics. Brought to you by Eternal Life Funeral Homes. You'll never have to use us. That was uplifting. I yeah, enjoyed that, that's that sounds like both the best product ever and also one that won't turn a profit. Yeah, it could be. Seems like if you have eternal life, you'd open a biotech company and not a funeral home. But ah. what's on the show today is what I wonder aloud. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, we've got a uh, a presidential hopeful. Return guest. One oh, Mr. Bernie Sanders. Bernard Sanders. Oh, man. Last time he was back. here, I was feeling the burn. Bernie yeah. is back. He's going to be chatting about the uh, NBA Finals. Yeah. He's this, got some punditry. This would be good, I feel like, to show a more just like easygoing everyman side. Let, let's yeah. talk right. some sports with Bern. I well, agree. hypothetically, since his, his campaign should be winding down now, I think he's probably going to have all sorts of oh, fun. Oh, right. Well, the, you, you would say that. The former, System guy, Joel. Right. Sure. The former basketball player Bernie Sanders is going to give us a little insight into the NBA Finals. Yeah. Wonderful. And we also have a baseball player on. Now, I don't know if you were following this, but a Mark Imhoff, mm-hmm. uh, he, was a, he was a minor league baseball player, Matt Imhoff. He lost his right eye in a freak oh, equipment. No. He was doing restri- uh, uh, resistance training. Yeah. And, yeah, Mark Imhoff, yeah. And the band came loose and hit him in the eye, and his eye was smushed like a grape, and then Ew, take it out. Yeah, so gross. Removed the poor guy's eye. So that yeah. happened. So 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 we have uh, a— Jerry McNary is on Jerry the show. Jerry McNary, the yeah. mi- a minor leaguer, former minor leaguer, had a, a another couple freak injuries, so he's yeah. here to talk about he's that. He's an Irishman with a strange name. And a minor league baseball yeah, player. Yeah, minor league We've baseball We've all got player. ears, Phil. No, I'm just saying, Jerry McNary is on the podcast. He's going to— going to yeah. be chatting about injuries. Well, do we have a wide world of weird sport as well? You're goddamn right we do. Wait, are we sure? But first, news, news, <laughs> news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. Manziel drawing interest from Arena Football League. There hey. we go. I got to say, I am so glad there was a chance for a little bit there that the Manziel story was going to spiral out of control so much that it would become too sad to be funny anymore. Pun intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice pun, Joel. Uh, um, anyway, sub-headline, Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow comparisons. Inevitable. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, the Arena Football League, which ESPN2 marketed in the mid-90s as football in a blender, yeah, <laughs> uh, is making overtures to troubled quarterback Johnny Manziel. Boom. Uh, Manziel is a very talented player, and under right, the right circumstances, including if he was healthy, we'd love to have him in our league, said league commissioner Scott Batera. We are well-suited for quarterbacks, he said, referring to the league's shorter playing field. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as with their previous overtures to Tim Tebow, the Arena Football League signing Johnny Manziel is about as likely as Manziel changing his name to Johnny Arena Football. That would be too long. Right. Not good for SEO. But we know that this is all about PR, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Every, when they did that before, it was just to get – it was basically – first it was to get, remind people that this league exists. When they were like, hey, right. we'll sign Tim Tebow. Hey, we're a league. We exist. 
Now this, but this time, the commissioner acknowledged the league's lack of a formal substance abuse policy. <laughs> Whoa. Making a pretty appealing sales pitch to a variety of fringy NFL practice squad guys. <laughs> sure. Of course, he said anyone who tests positive is subject to sanctions. Of course. Through, like, gritted, smiling teeth. Sanctions. What is a sanction? Hillary Clinton's got sanctions. Yeah, everyone's got sanctions. Yeah, it I've got mean sanctions. Anything, right? I yeah. got sanctions, yeah. I got sa- pr- I've got priors for sanctions. Oh, yeah. shit. Yep. Um, of course, uh, he said we don't conduct uh, any kind of drug use, he said, insisted. But I feel like this could be a very moneyball approach. Right, yeah. yeah. Lots of professional teams right now are like, we don't want players who take drugs. They're saying, that is your market inefficiency. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There are so many good players who take drugs. We can absolutely capitalize on your uh, your your mistake in valuing them correctly. Whereas the arena football people would be like, "We don't take anyone who takes drugs." (laughs) Who is it? uh, Was it it Josh Gordon or Brandon Whedon? The Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon, the receiver for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, right That's there. That's a guy who, and I, I, I feel like there's probably a lot of. If you're like a fringe NFL talent, it's like, hey, why don't you come play in this place where you would be better, like- you'd be a much bigger star, you would not get hit nearly as hard, and you could smoke pot, and we would not hassle you for shitty reasons. And you get to play in a blender. <laughs> yeah. And you get to play in fun. And Josh Gordon actually is better than fringy. Oh no! He just yeah, likes pot a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you can do that, and yeah, it, it depends football. on how much you'd make doing arena football. But I think if you're Josh Gordon, considering how much money you lose to oh, suspension, that's a perfect segue, Joel. Oh. I'm gonna cut you off right there because you you gave me a perfect segue for once instead of eating one of my punchlines. <laughs> Call him a scooter because he's got a segue. Uh, Manzel would make about a thousand dollars per game. Good. That's less. This would force Manziel to drop his, you know, sweet gesture of rolling a hundred dollar bills between his hands. Right. Presumably replacing it with pulling out his pockets and shrugging. Right. <laughs> or pantomiming wearing a barrel instead or it could of clothes. Be sure. Quarters together. Like, hey, come laundry day. I'm all over this shit. Yeah. I feel like that that requires more um, words than like gestures you know the laundry day of it all well he what's just... the gesture for at night i drive an uber because he would have to make that gesture right i feel like picking out his phone and like stabbing at it like right just sort exactly. of like missing almost hitting it like i can once up oh, i almost got it right ow my ears <laughs> sorry <laughs> that was him pushing the phone oh okay i see yeah uh, but Mansell doesn't need money, you guys. Yeah, he does. No, he does. And he's yeah, got he family does. money and millions from the NFL. Yeah. He could keep his lifestyle and pretty much get an arena football league team on SportsCenter every night if he took this deal. That's probably Think true. Think about how awesome this would be. Isn't is, is the there... Los Angeles Kiss, aren't they arena football? Yes, they are. That would be a perfect co-brand because they like uh, to rock and roll all night and party every day. It's like part, an arena... part, part of every day. Isn't there an arena party football Party every day. Part of every day. Party every day. They're saying part how long? of every They're going to say they're going to rock all night and part of every day. Oh, because they yeah. need to sleep. Right. Yeah, now I understand. How ridiculous would it be to party every single day Especially after, after they've rock been rocking and rolling all night? That doesn't make any sense. It's true. Um, there isn't much time for uh, him to get in game shape, though. AFL regular season ends August 1st. Oops. <laughs> yeah. But this does, if he could make it, if he could pull it together, gives us, it lines up for an awesome season finale. 
Oh. I mean, final oh. season game. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But on television, Arena Football, Johnny Manziel shows up in the last game. Isn't Arena Football scripted, too? It's in a blender, Phil. Of course, oh, of it's, course scripted. it's scripted. Uh, isn't there an Arena Football team in Las Vegas? Probably. Yeah, the Las Vegas Sinners. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Manziel has yet to publicly respond to playing in the NFL, but sources say upon hearing the news from a friend, Manziel got steely-eyed and made a hilarious hand fart. <laughs> Classic John. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs into Manziel today! In a blender. Joining us on the podcast, it's a real honor to have a uh, former Democratic uh, candidate for president. It's not former. Okay, it's not. Sorry. I'm the current Democratic Party presumptive not nominee. Bernie Sanders. That that is correct. Yes, you are. You are not. The, okay, I, I followed that. Look, there is still a one percent of one percent <laughs> chance that I could still become president of the United States someday. You think so? Oh, even, someday. I someday. think absolutely. But With even, that caveat, even after yeah. The, the FBI cleared Hillary Clinton. The cleared, cleared. I think is a very nice way of putting it. She was clearly sending emails about taking money from the big banks. That's not what. They Could be. We don't know. It's classified. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. You, you got us there, Bernie. I'm here yeah. to talk about the NBA finals. Yeah, you are here to talk about basketball. So why don't basketball. we? Basketball. And this struck us as funny because I, I know we had you on before. And you talked NASCAR, right. and that was a little confusing. And so we were. Why was that confusing? <laughs> I want you to show me one shred of evidence where that was confusing to anybody. Well, I mean, oh, I, you can't do it. <laughs> People did not think you, as senator from Vermont, would be into NASCAR, and I think the same. I way. was into NASCAR before the world caught on that NASCAR should have equal rights to all the other sports. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, okay. yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's a thing. All right, but 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 this is about the. You said you want to talk NBA finals, and I'm yes. wondering uh, yeah. what's your take. That you're from Vermont, you really don't have skin in the game in terms of we're, Golden we're, State or I'm Cleveland. I'm going to call it now. I think the Golden State Warriors right can come back. And win this thing. Okay. No. It's uh, not over yet. I mean, well, it, it very much is. Game yeah, 7 was on the 19th. It was like... No, uh, no, no, like no, no. Weeks. The Cleveland yeah, no. Cavaliers are the presumptive winners of the NBA Finals. Well, There's the, nothing the, presumptive the, about yeah, it. No, presumptive they're the winners. winners. <laughs> they won. They were down 3-1. to one. They Absolutely. Came back. That trophy could still be handed to a Golden State Warrior. I, it's yeah. not outside of the realm of... Of possibilities. Okay, I, I, I give it a one percent of one percent of one percent of two percent of one percent chance of still happening. Okay, yeah, I I, I see where you're going, but again, I, I don't think that that this is really applicable here. The, no, I the, the yeah. Let me over. make this perfectly clear. I think you have. I am somebody who follows the facts. Right. Oh, this is what I love about Bernie Sanders. He follows yeah, the facts. I'm no facts. nonsense. I like that, too. Except I believe what's right. I don't believe what's wrong. I leave that for my opponents. I don't know that that's a fact. And I'm saying no, no, if everybody like who's fact. listening to this podcast goes out and makes signs and donates $27 and lobbies in front of the CNN building and uh, yells against the mainstream sports media that the Golden State Warriors could come back if we could really affect some change. I, 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 you can't. 
I mean, first of all, I think... Don't tell me can't. I, I can tell you can't. Don't tell me can't. You know what? You don't, don't, don't want to hear I feel like can't. that's a very negative thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Can't stop. is a negative word. Can't is a negative word. By definition. <laughs> right. It's a contraction for cannot. Yes. I yeah. don't like that word. You don't like cannot either. Uh, no, I do not. Right. But but it, at a certain point, like, I mean, it's 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 a word that no matter how negative it is, it's it's apt. I think... It's an apt way to describe oh, the This sounds like somebody who's in the pocket... Of big basketball. Okay, NBA is big basketball. Oh, you possibly- oh, yeah, so you admit just, it. You just kind of so you you walked right it. into that one, Joel. You're in the pocket of big basketball. Um, you believe everything that big basketball tells you. Well, I believe all of this has, has basketball, to do with basketball fan. Basketball. And when, when, when I was watching the NBA Finals, it looked like more than 50% of everybody in the audience was cheering... For the Cleveland, for the Golden State Warriors, I would agree, especially in Game Seven. Yes, certainly, it was in game on the seven, road. They did was, not properly count the points. What? No, no, well, it's, yeah, it, it, they it, did it, not it, that probably, game. On I want tape. the recount. Uh, see, I, they're not going to need to do that because we actually we have a tape. They actually, yeah. and and while I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I do think Joel's in the pockets of big basketball. Yes, he is. But but ridiculous. I don't think that changes the fact that you know Golden State. They played a seven game series. Golden State lost. Cleveland won. It's over. Look, there's look, no look, presumptive. Look. There's no 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 no. no. Listen, there's I went no back. One percent of one percent. I watched all seven games and I counted every single point, okay. and I can tell you that about half the time, it looked like Golden State Warriors scored more points. I think yeah. <laughs> there should, in fairness, to be fair, three to, times out of seven, they did score fair. more points. To, to be pitch. fair, to be fair, I think they should play a game eight. That's not fair. They should play a game eight to decide the real winner. Bernie, you know, it really sounds like you want to change the rules of the process I'm for not deciding to change a winner. The rules. You are trying I'm to, not change, trying the to change the rules. No, it sounds what like I'm you saying just, is it's unfair. It's unfair what they're doing. It's, it's Big not, basketball was unfair. It's not unfair. And they should correct. They should make it fair. It sounds like I mean, you're... Think, but think of all the fans. They would. The fans would tune in for a game eight. The fans eight. would tune in. And I, think, right, I think the mainstream sports media would series, like a game eight. Fans in Cleveland would riot. By the end of the series, the Golden State Warriors were playing a better game. And that should be taken into that's, consideration. That's that in the last couple, The last couple games, Golden State Warriors played better. Didn't they lose both Game 6 and Game 7? They did, but they played better. Oh, my God. If you would have played five more games, they would have won at least four and a half. Here's the thing, Bernie. You cannot retroactively... It would have been a huge victory, Retroactively. You cannot retroactively decide that the rules were unfair and insisted they be changed just so that you can get the outcome that you want. Oh, I understand now. Now I understand where Joel's coming from. That I believe in rules? I believe that Joel has been brainwashed by a basketball organization that was telling him that things had to be a certain way. We have to play the finals and have whoever wins the most games win the finals. We have to say double dribbles are illegal. And we have to have a, a, a history of, of employing dangerous criminals to shoot balls inside of hoops. No, listen, here's the... Bernie, this is ridiculous, okay? If you want to change the rules about double dribbles and about whether or not scoring more points win games, that's fine. But you change them for the games that are going to happen in the future. You don't look back at the games that have already been played and decide that they're unfair I, just no, because I, you don't I think like I understand outcome. now. I think I understand. This is a metaphor for my campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
This has all been a metaphor for my campaign. That was not my intent, but I it certainly It seems like that's what you though, made it into, and I realized... I did not make it into Now as I'm that. saying it out loud, I might not be fair. <laughs> wait. Or wait I it? may not be fair. You know what? I'm going to announce it right now. I concede that there is a 1% of 1% of 10% chance that I'm wrong on this one. About the NBA Finals. About the NBA Finals. Okay. Honestly, that is so much more of a concession than I've seen from you to this point. That's as far as I'll give. I was ready to take it just so that we've made some sort of progress. Rise up, revolution! A compromise, Bernie. I don't know the meaning of the word. Any last, any final thoughts here as we uh, close in perhaps on uh, Senator Clinton? Oh, yeah, I've got one thing to say to Senator Clinton. What's that? Secretary Clinton. Uh, oh, Secretary Clinton. I'm sorry. Secre- Secretary Clinton. Here's one thing i got to say to you. Hey, take that uh, big bank money and give everybody $27. <laughs> they need their money back. <laughs> they got not, screwed. not get paid nearly enough. Huge screw job. Huge screw job. Thank you very much, You're uh, welcome. Senator Sanders. Joining us now on the podcast is minor leaguer from the Colorado Rockies organization, at least a few years ago, Jerry McNary. Thank you, Jordan. It's a pleasure to be here. Jerry McNary, it's great to have you on. Good to be here. We have you on because recently, uh, recently, Philadelphia minor leagues pitcher Matt Imhoff yeah. unfortunately had a freak gym accident with, um, with resistance training. A band came loose, shot into his eyes. I was squished like a grape. They tried to save it. Had to take but, it. Uh, resistance training is a dangerous game. Right. And, and uh, I guess this can happen to anyone, but it you know, effectively ended his career. And you've kind of had a similar stretch of bad oh, luck. Oh, yeah. So horrible luck. I was, I'm in the minor leagues for a reason. <laughs> you, see this le- you see this pan leg? Yeah. It's a wooden leg underneath this one. Whoa. A Whoa. wooden leg. That's a lot bigger than I. Oh, yeah. You yeah. lost your leg? I was up to bat. It was just batting practice. It wasn't even during a game. Okay. It was up to bat. A pitch went a little bit inside. Okay. I jumped out of the way. Directly behind me, a pit bull, which was the team mascot, <laughs> bit off my leg. That's terrible, Jerry. It's terrible. It could happen bit, to anybody. Bit off your yeah, leg. That was a pit bull. It came up and it bit off had my the leg. Pit bull Training been, is very dangerous. Had the pit bull been violent in any way? Never before that. that. Spontaneously. Never out before of the, that. The first I think that like I came off. backwards at it very quickly and didn't know if I was an attacker. Well, tell us something. I mean, that's, how, that's, how did, oh, sorry. I was going to say, how did, how did you how did you adapt to losing your leg? It was very difficult. I was going to say, how did I mean? Obviously, that probably effectively ended your career, right? No, I'm still playing for what? the leagues. Yep, I still I got back on the horse and I started riding again. How do you, how do you come back from losing your leg? Yeah, it was it took me years of physical therapy. <laughs> in order to I actually started getting phantom feeling inside that wooden leg. And uh, I'm now able to run pretty fast. I can still bat. You can still bat. Despite the fact that I lost an elbow. This was whoa, actually... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. You lost an elbow. That was a couple of years after losing the leg. But yes, I you lost, lost an elbow. How do you lose an elbow? I still have my forearm is still attacked. Yeah, my hind I mean, arm is still intact. Hind just, arm and forearm. I, I am I noticing now that your elbow. arm just goes directly straight down. Yep. And there's no, it there's does. no. Really makes it hard to bat, but yes. <laughs> Freak accident during training. It happens all the time. Way more than you hear about it. What happened? What happened to your elbow? I was sitting in the hot tub, in the locker room. Yeah. 
there's a couple people who say, hey, we've had a couple of really good games. Maybe we should pop open a bottle of champagne. I said, you know what? Relaxation is part of the training regiment. Yeah. So they popped over the champagne and the cork went flying. <laughs> okay. Cork went flying and ricocheted off one wall, ricocheted off another wall, two walls. went into my mouth. <laughs> I started choking. Okay. It was really, I stood up and I pointed it in my throat. <laughs> and everyone in the locker room said, hey, are you okay? I shook my head, no. I was turning blue. Very dangerous. A okay. very good friend of mine said... Yeah, I'm going to give you the Heimlich Maneuver. He got behind me. He started administering the Heimlich Maneuver. Then I spit out the cork with such incredible force <laughs> that I was flailing my arms. My elbow got in the way. Shot my elbow clean off. <laughs> Through the power of my own regurgitation of the cork. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's a pretty... Could have happened to anybody. I don't know that that's Could true. Could have happened to anyone. It's a dangerous game, it baseball. That doesn't seem and like... So baseball is a dangerous the, game, especially during training. The surgeons then attached your forearm directly to your humerus. It's not so humorous now. <laughs> it's not. In hindsight, maybe a little. The time it was not humorous even a little bit. Okay, well that's I mean, now I'm having a lot of I was because I was about to say, batting with a wooden leg, that was in that was in if we the the Great Brain. It's a series of books. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and how there. do you rebound? Tell me about that first spring training. You come back, you don't have an elbow, you, you don't, don't have, have a leg. leg. Oh yeah. Then what was that spring training? Do you know how like? hard it is to have to learn how to bat with your left uh, lefty now so all the force can go back into the ball. Oh, there are oh, switch my yeah. God, that's tricky. Especially after you lose your bottom jaw. Wait, what? Oh, did I not tell you this story already? No, and you. I forget because of all the blood I lost when I lost my bottom jaw. Does this explain why you talk this way? What are you talking about? <laughs> never, never mind. Never. How would you lose your jaw? All right, baseball's a dangerous game. I've got to preempt you. Don't got to tell me twice, Jerry. I bet all you right. got hit by a pitch. That's what I'm going to say. It was during a game. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was during training. <laughs> okay. Wait, I always what? get the two confused. It was during training. We were taking, uh, we were just uh, trying to figure out what our home run dance would be. <laughs> you know, as they do in the minor leagues when everybody jumps up and down a home plate. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's For a walk off home run. Oh, walk off home runs. Everybody gets around the plate. They jump up and down. This time our mascot decided to get involved. We thought it would be fun. Okay. That's usually fun. Mascots, mascots are no longer the pit bull after the incident. <laughs> this time. Our mascot is a person dressed in a sledgehammer outfit. <laughs> Very realistic. But He's got like incredible a, neck muscles because like of the sledgehammer. Flush sledgehammer. It outfit, was an right? actual sledgehammer head mm. and an actual wooden costume body. Feel like Very it's not dangerous. safe to have Very that person dangerous. participate. Well, that seems so Very heavy. not safe. It seems yeah. heavy for the person. So we decided at the end the way they would work is the sledgehammer guy would pick up whoever hit the whole run. Needless to say, because of my afflictions, I was not the one that hit the home run. <laughs> so they pick up a very good friend of mine is, who only is, months before administered the Heimlich movie. This is, by the way, during training. You guys are doing a home run celebration. Baseball's a very training. dangerous it's a very sport. dangerous sport, Joe. Right, very yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Picked up my friend in celebration. <clears throat> my friend has been eating a lot of old country buffet because of the hilariousness of the Jeff Foxworthy commercials those that's golden corral oh no <laughs> in that case i don't think he has any excuse for what he did to me 
because I'll be damned if my newly found 300-pound friend didn't jump in the sledgehammer's arms and the sledgehammer fell directly on the foot of one of my friends who started jumping up and down saying, ow, 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 ducked his head down and whipped it up so fast my jaw fell clean off. <laughs> your jaw. Many oh. hours of surgery did he, later. Did he make contact with your jaw? Oh, yeah. He lifted his head so fast with such velocity of my jaw that it completely fell off the hinges. Okay. Like a Teddy Ruxpin who's been manhandled by a three-year-old. So what's 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 there now? What's the, I, they sewed it back on, and now uh. there's a series of rubber bands inside of my jaw. Well, it's my left jaw. My right jaw rubber band came out. During last training last night and blew my ear clean off. Wait, <laughs> but you know what? That's a story for another time. Thank you very much, Jerry McNair. Leave them wanting you. more. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U.co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wild World of Sports, Ricky Henderson. Oh! Ooh, Ricky Henderson. Yep. Or as he's known from birth, Ricky Nelson Henley Henderson. Old, old Henley Henderson. Yeah. Hen Hen. Uh, he was born December 25th, 1958. Merry Christmas, Christmas, world. Merry Christmas, baseball. Right. Merry Christmas, Oakland fans. Merry Christmas to us all. Yeah. Tell good night. Is an American retired professional baseball left fielder At who played. Last. Yeah, exactly. He played in Major League Baseball for nine teams from 1979 to 2003. Boy, that is. 24 years. Yeah. 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 He was in the majors that whole time. I believe after that he played the minors. Ooh. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Including four stints with his original team, the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Nicknamed the Man of Steel. Guess how steel is spelled. Oh, it's probably S-T-E-A-L. Yes. Because he stole so many bases. And because Superman owns the trademark to the other one. I just got that Sports Illustrated for Kids cover. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually Kenny Lofton, but it said Man of Steel, and it was him jumping forward like Superman. And I, honest to God, just got it now. God, it makes yeah. so much more sense. Yeah, it no, I get it. I misspelled Steel. He is widely regarded as baseball's most reliable leadoff hitter and base runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to this day, uh, he holds the major league records for career stolen bases, like runs, thirteen hundred, unintentional walks, intentional that goes someone else. Uh, and leadoff home runs. Well, nobody was going to intentionally walk Ricky Henderson. That would be completely insane. I don't know. Uh, No, I don't know. (laughs) At the time of his last major league game in 2003, the 10-time American League All-Star ranked amongst sports' top 100 all-time home run hitters and was its all-time leader in base on balls. Yeah, that's walks. 
So oh, I was going to say the same thing that they just said. I thought it was somebody who they make it to a base and then they're so excited and taunting the other team they pick up the base, rub it on their balls. I have a funny joke about a Scottish guy. I'll tell you after the podcast. Thank you for giving that to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 2009, send in fifty dollars and I'll email you the joke and you get a sponsorship. Yeah. In 2009, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame on his first ballot appearance. It's pretty well, impressive. Yeah, damn well better be his first ballot appearance. Yeah. That man was. Uh, Henderson also holds a single uh, season record for stolen bases, 130 in 1982, the year ET came out. Uh, that wasn't in the actual Wikipedia article. <laughs> I just know that. Gandhi yeah. also came out there. It was 81. It was the same year as Gandhi, but okay. Uh, and is the only player in AL history to steal 100 bases in a season, having done so three times. Woo! It's pretty impressive. It's crazy. You know what? I'm going to skip down a little bit. Because you already know all this stuff, right? Yeah. Played, yeah. played. He played in a lot of things. Played in a lot of things. Image and personality. Ooh, this is, is going to be good. Ricky be Ricky. Yep. Sports Illustrated's uh, Tom Verducci wrote in 2003, there are certain figures in American history who have passed into the realm of cultural mythology as if reality could no longer contain their stories. Johnny Appleseeds, Wild Bill Hickok, yep. Davy Crockett, Ricky Henderson. They exist on the sometimes narrow margin between fact and fiction. Okay. What what does he mean? Henderson was known for being an iliast. Iliast? Yeah, it means they refer to themselves in third person. Oh. Yep. One unconfirmed story reports seeing him standing naked in front of a mirror before a game, practicing his stu- swing and declaring, Ricky's the best. Ricky's the best <laughs> yeah don't we all get pumped up like that in the morning oh especially yes yeah i usually stand naked in the mirror and say ricky's the best <laughs> yep ricky's the best too. i examine my swing and i go full of holes yeah. not as good as ricky not as good as ricky he was the best according to verducci during one off season henderson called padres general manager kevin towers and left this message hey kevin this is ricky calling on behalf of ricky Ricky wants to play baseball. Yes. <laughs> Pretty great. Yes. Yep. Pretty great. Yep. Uh, however, Henderson denied that this happened. Boo. In a February 26, 2009 now, interview on Mike and Mike. Did Ricky deny on behalf of Ricky or did Ricky come in to deny himself? Uh, I think that he denied on behalf of Ricky. Okay. I think Ricky would probably say Ricky did that. Yep. If Ricky had his say. Uh, in 2003, he discussed his unusual phraseology saying... People are always saying, Ricky says Ricky, but it's been blown way out of proportion. Ricky says it when Ricky doesn't do what Ricky needs to be doing. Ricky uses it to remind himself, like, Ricky, what are you doing, you stupid? Ricky's just scolding himself. (laughs) (laughs) That is something he said. That's something that That an American legend said out loud. Uh, Henderson did use the first person pronoun on occasion such as when he defended his position during a contract dispute, uh, saying, all I'm asking for is what I want. <laughs> awesome. The regular Yogi Berra. Yeah. Henderson was so proud of a $1 million signing bonus that he framed it instead of cashing it, thus losing several months' interest. <laughs> That's oh, no good. Ricky. Yeah. In 2002, following an argument with pitcher Orlando Hernandez, Henderson stated, he needs to grow up a little bit. I ain't a kid. 
When I broke into the game, he was crawling on his hands and knees. Unless he's as old as I am. He probably <laughs> is. <laughs> and Everett's going to do another wide world of Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings the closing of the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to have on Jerry McNary to give you our contact information. Hey, hey Jerry. Hey, it's going to be here. Oh, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Jer- on Facebook. Jerry by going to facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. You can see our live streams there too. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. Or you can find all of our episodes on SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. Thank you very much, Jerry. Well, Hey, Joel. Joel. I didn't even say it. Yeah, we yeah, know. Okay. We know you didn't say it, but what do you What's you up? You something to say? Uh, I just got this note. Uh, Bernie Sanders is hanging out outside the studio, studio, studio. He says that our podcast is not over. Oh. He's saying that it's 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 going to continue going as long as the people want it to continue going. Okay. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.